and welcome to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Jo Ritty and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. Today's chat is with Gabrielle Alonso. I was surprised to learn that it's been four or five years since I last spoke to Gabrielle at Juliet, Melbourne. Time certainly flies when you're having fun. I loved talking to Gabs back then and hearing about his love for hospitality, and it was so lovely to be able to talk to him again. Gabs has done the 2020 pivot, but still speaks with absolute passion about what he's doing, which is baking bread from a micro bakery in Preston. When I visited, the whole family was there and I felt very welcomed. Back Alley Bakes make bread and currently hot cross buns to order, and Gabs was sorry he didn't have a loaf to give me. But he did give me a bag of tomatoes from his garden and some beautiful thoughts about baking bread, embracing change, and living life the way you want to. How have you been? Yeah, good, thank you. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. Yeah. Oh, it really is back alley <laughs> bakes, isn't it? Back garage bakes for now, for the next hour. That's awesome. For the next couple of months at least. Um, I'm just looking at a place at the moment. Like a more industrial commercial, like a commercial bakery. Yeah. Because yeah. oh. wow. uh, st- I don't know if life got simpler after the kitchen or more complicated now. <laughs> Being at home. Yeah, that's right. So. When, when did I talk to you? Was it two years ago? Uh, no, it would have been longer. Uh, yeah. Maybe like 2016, 2017. Wow, that, okay, that was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, sometimes time it flies. Know, does yeah. fly. Yeah. Yeah. It flies. So, um, did you stay at Juliet for that? Um, I was there, I think, until Christmas 2017, 2018. Oh, no, it's a bit blurry. Um, yeah, and then kind of decided to get out of the kitchen. I went into food service for a while. Okay. So I was um, working with a farmer and beef company, um, repping for them as well as kind of processing all that kind of thing. So it was for a year. Um, and then I went over to Ocean Made Seafood. So and I was there for like okay. 18 months as their um, operations manager, I guess you'd call it, like, you know, running all the day-to-day and doing that kind of thing, um, which was great experience, but chaotic. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, it was like a full-on 18 months yeah, right. of um, work. Yeah. And then COVID hit. Yeah. And um, because bread... <laughs> yeah. Um, it, everyone baked bread in COVID. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and many chefs put photos of um, loaves cut in half showing the air and the whatever yep. on the crumb. Instagram, the crumb. What is it about bread? Because you obviously have a real passion now for bread. Yeah. And I read that you spent some time with James Fisher at Cannibal yep. Creek. Yeah, but, but maybe tell me, what's your, what's your journey with bread? Yeah, so back at Juliet when we started, um, I actually met James. We did a the Giselle, the head chef of Punch Lane. We did a like a one day masterclass with him. Um, got to know each other. Got really passionate about it then, um, and started using his product in the restaurants. Um, and I kind of became obsessed with bread. So like that kind of became my thing downstairs. Was just making bread all the time and experimenting and that kind of thing. Um, and then yeah. So then once moved out of 
away from Punch Lane, still made bread at home sporadically, then just got too busy for it. And once COVID hit, it was kind of like, all right, I'm actually enjoying this. This is what I love. I've tried everything else, you know. Um, and a couple of months into doing nothing, I just said, why don't we, why don't we just give it a crack? And yeah. I started putting a couple of loaves out there, um, found our oven, and it's just started that way. Yeah, wow. Um, yeah, we don't, you know, that's it. We just kind of a spare of the moment thing. If we weren't going to do it then, we'd never do it. It's just, you know, we'd just go back to working somewhere. And, and it's amazing because you're, yeah, you're in control, aren't you? And you're doing it, you know, as a family. And Yeah, exactly. So, like, Alana does all of the, the media stuff. She, you know, manages across the board all of the stuff that, you know, I'm not that great at. I'm yeah. good at making bread. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that, but that helps kind of propel what we do, you know, in yeah. time because... Without the social media, you don't, uh, you're not present. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I know. Yeah. You've got to have a, a narrative, don't you? That's right. Yeah. So we're not. We we only deliver. We don't. Um, can't have people coming to the site. <laughs> that was our friendly ghost. Um, yeah, we can't have people come to the site. That no. Kind of thing. So, yeah. So it's a, an order, make to order. Yeah, yeah. So we have a cut-off every... So we bake three days a week. There's a cut-off period um, two days prior to that. Mm. And, yeah. And How many loaves are you baking? I see you're doing, also doing... Hot cross buns at the moment, yeah. yeah. So there I can are, smell that delicious orangey smell. Yeah, they're, they're a big favourite at the moment. Um, but we're doing... Today I've done 55 loaves. Wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. plus... Uh, how many hot cross buns? 30, 30 by 6. 36 packs of yeah. buns. Hence why we needed another fridge. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because <laughs> we're operating on one of those little ones out there and yeah. it wasn't helpful. <laughs> um, but yeah. And, um, and what do you, what's, what's special? What's special about your loaves? What are you looking for in a good loaf? Um, not the loaf necessarily, but the quality of what we put into it. You know, I think for the most part, a lot of processes are very similar and you know how how people utilize sourdough and that kind of thing is very similar but the quality of what we put into it is what kind of changes that factor um the machinery i use as well like i've got a an old fork mixer which you know they're rare as hen's teeth but they're just beautiful in the dark it's really gentle so it mimics the motions of our hands um you know because you never get a better loaf than the one you mix with your hands but when you're doing 20 30 kilos it's you know just not physically possible yeah um so yeah with our mixer being so delicate it really adds to the the quality of what we do it doesn't heat up the dough too much it doesn't um you know start breaking apart those bonds that you want to create mm. yeah. yeah wow okay and you prove for 48 or um so we we'll prove so we have a bulk proof of four hours, four hours. and then we um, proof retard overnight. So after four hours, I'll shape them all, and then they go in the fridge um, overnight till the next morning, sitting at kind of zero to one degree, really cold, um, just cold fermenting away, and then bang into the oven from cold. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And so and where, you, where did you say you're getting flour from? What's the... Um, yep, yeah, so still from James. Um, oh, okay. His company now is um, Rock Paper Flour, um, based out in the Dandenongs. And yeah, so he's still milling out there. Um, and he uses um, a few supplies, his main ones, Bar- 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 and Biodynamics. Oh, 
Okay. Um, so yeah, we, we like partnering with those guys. They're good. Yeah, <laughs> nice. And um, and the hot cross buns. Did did I read something about the orange? What what's the what's the orange? Is it is are you are you you're using orange peel? Yeah. Or? Um, oh, there's orange peel in there. There's yeah whole oranges. There's a mix of stuff in there to kind of make lots of uh, lots of flavouring goodness. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Along with low quality flour. Yeah. Make, yeah, and good fruit. I think. Yeah, you can't skimp on a, a good bun. Like no, that's there. right. Yeah. It smells so good. I wish we had some to give you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and when you're experimenting, you know, when you were saying that you're sort of in the process of trying out different things, what are, what are the variables? Like, what are you trying out? What what are you what are you seeing? What what yeah. might work and not work? Um, things like hydration. So, you know, every flower is different as well. So, like. With the flour we use, if you, you know, if you're going too far with too much water into that mix, you're not going to get the best result. You know, but you always want to push the boundary of how far you can go to get a really moist loaf that gives you a nice, you know, open crumb. Um, but if you go too far down that spectrum, you end up with something that's flat and dense because the wheat can't hold that much water yeah yeah this is a stepping stone for us until sure. we can we can find the right location and grow yeah um yeah which is not far away yeah. and we've found a spot and that's going to be you know the next couple of months which will yeah. be good um yeah but the intention was always to kind of grow the garage is kind of the, the thing that was like, all right, let's break, let's rip the bandaid off and give it a crack and yeah. see how it goes, which worked. Yeah. <laughs> so on your baking days, which I guess is your, um, so you're making on the day before, and, yeah. and then, um, you know, this I, so I was saying, I was telling someone about you and how you switched from being a chef to being a baker, and they were saying, oh, you're trying to switch one, you know, like late nights or early mornings, but are there early mornings? That you, do you yeah, yeah, do definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, I, having worked at Ocean Made, being in seafood, I got used to that. Kind of, right. you're up at three, four in the morning. I don't know if you get used to it's the right word. You don't. You never get used to it. Especially being a chef, like my mind and my body's more active at ten, eleven, and then I end up staying up later and not sleeping as much. You know. Mm. But yes, yeah, so I will get up. Like I'll be up tomorrow, probably about three, um, to kind of get everything cooked and ready. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, but it's. Yeah, I guess when it's your own, you don't mind either. You yeah. Know? Um, yeah. Some days it's a bit harder than others, especially if you had a late one. But you know. <laughs> and have you got are they domestic customers or um, cafes? And things? Yeah, um, predominantly domestic customers. Um, yeah, a lot of people are online for home. Um, got a friend of ours um, at Vapene in Northgate, um, Mario. So they've been doing some bread for him as well, and we're working. We've partnered up with a. Um, a co-op called the Whole Foods Unwrapped Collective, um, which are just great because they don't, you know, they want minimal to zero packaging, um, and that was their whole ethos was let's start. Um, you know, we still want good food and good quality products, but we want to reduce the amount of packaging. So they tried our bread and approached us, and yeah, we've got a really good relationship with them now. So how cool. how does it come? Do you just just <laughs> oh, still in a paper bag because yeah. obviously paper bags compostable, recyclable, sure. and that kind of thing. But yeah, it's you know sometimes like with our wholesale customers, we just come with a bread tray and it's yeah yeah you know there because they're going to use it straight away. Um, yeah, until then, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, we we can get some little bags happening and then 
People can just use their bags. That'd be great. <laughs> and so going forward, like obviously the hot cross buns are seasonal. Um, are you always going to have something that's, uh, you know, the bread and then something else? Or are you going to do different kinds of bread? Or Yeah. Oh, well, we're always experimenting with different kinds of bread. Um, we will move into a different bun down the line. Um, I'm enjoying the buns. I really <laughs> like those. So I've already got my kind of next special in mind. Um, but yeah, we will do a few different things. I mean, initially we we're like, yeah, we'll do pastry and we'll do this and that. But it's like, where am I going to fit a pastry sheeter in there? You know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and it's just it gets too hot. And so we're just like, no, stick to one thing, do it really well, um, and have you know things that are manageable, like the buns um, in between that. And once we get our space up and running, we want to have a dedicated pastry kitchen as well as the bakery. Yeah, you know. Um, and kind of, you know, find some good chefs or ex-chefs or pastry chefs or whoever wants to come for the ride and make it happen that way. Yeah. And, um, and Alana's so good with the Instagram. I just She's thought, amazing. Um, <laughs> and, um, and I was saying the narrative's so important, isn't it? When you've got a business, you've got to tell the story of the things. But it seems like you both get so much joy out of this, um, this pivot. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that really comes through. What, tell me about that. Because you just seem to love making bread, like it must be immensely satisfying. Yeah, it's not work. Yeah. Like I said that to someone the other day. Like you know, it's that real cliche thing of, you know, it's if you do what you love, you're not working. Mm. But it is like I can do it all day, every day, which I kind of do at the moment. <laughs> I think we were in a bit of a yucky place too, to be honest, when we when we started it. Like it was COVID lockdown, and both of us are hospitals, so neither of us could work. We're at home with our kids and, you know, yeah. it was like, oh, this sucks and a bit scary at first. And, yeah, I think we've always, both being hospitality background, we've always both spoken about opening our own thing, but we've never been able to kind of just stick to one idea. I was always, you know, maybe yeah. we'll do this, maybe we'll do that. And I guess just having little kids, that was ever evolving because... Mm you know everything was changing and yeah and then just Gab's just had a lot more time yeah. just doing more baking and so then we just kind of were like oh how about this why don't maybe we could just try this yeah and so it kind of started there and it was a really nice little focus I guess a project something for us to put our energy into and I guess it was a bit word of mouth at first and then yeah like we've got Beautiful community here, and I guess Evie being at school, that was our first port of call. Was just the school fair. Well, first actually, it was Gabs just giving out bread to the whole neighbourhood. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you nice. so much. They just go around the street and give everyone bread because we have too much. And so then I think we were getting some feedback because that's the other thing. I guess you make something and you think it's good, but you don't know. What you know, else is. How good is it? Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, I like you Yeah, it was all bored out of I think it came out of boredom, really. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I completed all that first and then got really bored. I was yeah, like, oh, what are we doing now? Does it really maximised a tiny footprint, haven't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, we, yeah, out there was nothing before that. It was just yeah, rocks. rocks. So we, wow. during so COVID, built, built the fence, fence the deck, compost. <laughs> and then the second lockdown, we put all the garden in. Beautiful. And then... Yeah, we were like, oh, so it's so <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah. And so I just got upstairs, like, this is it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, this is it. Oh. Okay. Yeah. You're amazing. (laughs) Well done. Yeah, so we're ready for a shot. Yeah, we're definitely ready. Yeah. We're bursting at the seams. We're... Yeah, we're just having to keep upgrading and buying machinery and... Yeah. We just don't... And yeah. as nice as it must be just to go through the door and, you know, start baking and you're saying you really love it, sometimes it's nice to be able to go to work yes. and, yeah. and then come yeah. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a challenge kind of, you know, when you like you got to go and then you're, like, feeding the kids breakfast and making school lunches <laughs> and... Because yeah. Alana works at nights as well, so it's like, yeah. you know, she, she needs to sleep at some point, so... Yeah. Yeah, just we'll sleep in the run. morning and we'll, we'll oh, do the done. dance. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's fun. Like I've said, there's a different energy to when you're doing something for yourself, even mm-hmm. when it's a lot of work or, you know, the hours are big or whatever. I think you get a particular energy about you to mm-hmm. keep it up and keep going. So, yeah, it's fun. Good. Yeah. Thank you. I think that would be great. No worries. You've been listening to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Jo Ritty, and thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to read the full transcript of the conversation, you can go to www.conversationwithachef.com or follow me on Instagram so you'll always be up to date with the latest conversation.